Welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, the founder of the ministry Revelation Wellness, and I'm excited to bring you something unusual today. But leave it to me, right? Leave it to me to keep you on your toes. Today you are going to see yourself through the eyes of a wild horse. I know, sounds a little crazy, but I promise you, this is going to intrigue your mind to see yourself and the identity that Christ has given you and also the rehabilitation of our hearts, that it, this walking, this faithful road with Christ and how, how we walk and the road we walk with him. My friend Ashley Boswell is here today. She is the owner of Shepherd Youth Ranch, also a Revelation Wellness ambassador. Our ambassadors use fitness in, in surprising ways and in surprising places. Ashley feels the call to use horsemanship to spread the gospel message. So if you're an animal lover, you're going to love this podcast. If you're not an animal lover, which I just, well, inside, I love animals, but I'm not like crazy animal lover. Like I, I don't have pictures of dogs and cats and shirts that I wear or anything. Not, and if you do, that's okay. I just, I, I love them, but I, I have a start and a stop, I guess you could say. But I have found this affection and affinity for Sozo, the wild horse that Ashley is rehabilitating. You're going to love this story. You're going to see yourself in it and uh, become um, more intrigued with how God uses all things to bring into his kingdom an alignment of love and identity. So you are welcomed here. Thanks for taking the time to listen. You can share this podcast with another fellow um, animal lover, perhaps. Um, Also, if you want to learn more about us, please head on over to the website at revelationwellness.org where we are using fitness as our tool to spread the gospel message. But it goes way beyond fitness because we believe the gospel is a wholeness and wellness message, heart, mind, soul, and strength. So enjoy this podcast. Thanks for leaving a review and we'll see you soon. Peace. Hi, everyone. I want to welcome you to this podcast episode. I'm super excited because I have a guest today with me who she's more family than guest, to be honest with you. Her name is Ashley Boswell, and she is a Revelation Wellness instructor. But beyond that, she has a vision for the kingdom that I can't wait for you to hear uh, what God's doing in her. So, uh, Ashley, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we're going to have a good time. So uh, I have, you know, I've known Ashley. She came through as a Revelation Wellness ambassador. Is that correct, Ashley? Yes. And mm-hmm. what platoon? Oh, I forgot my number. It was the last one. <laughs> <laughs> 16. 16. Okay. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. That's right. She came through. And it's just some of those of you that know, uh, we do instructor training, but um, her biggest vision is not just health and wholeness to the uh, the common idea of maybe, you know, the a person and fitness that would be looking for it. But we like to search out those that uh, our ambassadors go into the unthinkable places, maybe places that would be surprising that you might find wellness and wholeness and maybe the way it looks. 
And so um, Ashley is one of our ambassadors. So for some of our ambassadors work in like women's prisons, uh, bringing uh, fitness and movement and restoration to their bodies, minds, hearts and souls. Uh, some of our ambassadors work with uh, women coming out of um, sex trafficking. We have some that work with uh, special needs kids in Mexico, all over. I mean, a diversity like crazy. We're always looking for these surprising visions. And Ashley came to, um, applied for an ambassador, uh, probably what, about a year ago, Ashley? Yes. Mm-hmm. And she had a vision. So before you share the vision, Ashley, why don't you tell mm-hmm. them a little bit about yourself, where you live, a little bit just personal, family, any of that, and then share the vision that God has placed in your heart. Okay, great. Um, I live in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I've pretty much lived here all my life. Um, and um, I have a, a degree, a master's degree in counseling. So I knew from a, a very early age that um, I wanted to help people. And so pursuing that degree um, was important to me because then I could have some really good tools to, to do that. And, you know, it's a gifting that I know that God gave me. And so currently I'm, I'm working on um, my PhD in counseling, but it's wow. specifically Christian counseling. Mm. And it's this awesome model that I feel like I can intertwine mm. with what I'm already doing. And um, so I'm just really excited about that. But the other passion in my life, uh, or the other two passions really, are children that have been wounded um, in one way or another with grief, loss, abandonment, abuse, yeah. neglect, whatever, um, and horses. And so, again, from a very early age, I wanted to um, pair horses and and kids together in some kind of healing relationship. So when I talk about myself, I I typically end up talking a lot about my passion, which turned into a ministry. And so I'm fortunate that my giftings and my passions and my talents are all intertwined in the ministry, which is also my job, much like you, mm-hmm. I would imagine. And so, um, and outside of that, of course, my passion is my family. Um, and I have a wonderful family, which is why I stayed in the Raleigh area. And um, most of my family lives near me. And the, and family is important to me. And it's a large family. Um, it's a blended family. Um, and I'm married, and I love my husband. Mm-hmm. And we don't have any children. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you know, we we have um, a lot of common interests, and I think that uh, the work that I do provides those kids that I don't have. Yeah, so, no so I have I have kids, but I don't. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was yeah. just that Isaiah fifty four of you know many are the kids of the desolate woman. Like just there's we just because we have kids, we we don't end there. Any of us like yeah. this the impact and the reach we can have yeah. for family and kingdom. Oh, so good. But yeah, you actually literally work with kids. Is that correct? And tell me when you came as an ambassador and applied, what, what was the, what was God stewing around in your heart then? So at that time I had been, I, I founded a nonprofit back in 2004. And, um, again, we, we rescued horses from abuse and neglect, rehabilitated them and paired them with children who had also experienced abuse and neglect. Um, and I had been doing this for 12 years and I knew the healing power of the Lord through using his living creation, the horse. Yeah. And uh, that really resonates with children. Many of the children that come to our program, it's some of them, it's their last stop before like juvenile detention or a group home or something like that, that, that wouldn't be the best 
um, lifestyle for them. And so, and what's, when they, what's the name yeah. of your, what's the name of the, the farm? Sh- yes. Shepherd Youth Ranch. Shepherd Youth Ranch. Where is yes. it located? It's located outside of Raleigh in Creedmoor, North okay. Carolina. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, so I started that and, um, when I came to you guys, I already knew that horses had this, God used, God was using horses with through, with, you know, in his healing power to help these children, but I wanted it to reach beyond just the child and the family. And I wanted it to reach anybody that had access to a horse or anybody that had a love for horses. Mm. Um, one to use horse training to reach these people and spread the gospel just like you do with fitness, fitness and, and yeah. wellness. Mm-hmm. And the second part of that is anyone that has access to a horse doesn't mean they have to own the horse. Yeah. Um, it, for them to be able to minister to someone in their backyard, basically. Mm-hmm. So they could take that one horse and and recreate what we are doing here on a large scale at Shepherd Youth Ranch, but to do it for the neighbor down the street the child that needs it or, um, you know, or someone in their family, but that way we could reach more people, um, internationally really, and not just in our little neck of the woods. So it's a kind of a two part thing. When I found you guys, I was like, wow, revelation wellness has the blueprint for how to reach people to how to, um, minister the gospel. Uh-huh. But then also to reach people, to grow them up, to then share the gospel, to train yeah. people, to then yeah. train people. Yes. And that's Come exactly on. what I wanted to do. Yeah. Mm. Amen. That's so, um, I don't know, do you watch uh, the If Gathering at all? Any of the If Gatherings? No. no it's no. the same. Jenny Allen, who's yeah. the founder of If Gathering, just so okay. God gave her a, a vision to to just go out and start like sharing the gospel and watching make disciples and, and just let's, yeah. let's see this generation actually living. And, 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 you know, I believe when we're living the gospel, when we're living the word out in our life, it's contagious. It will, it yes. can't help but come out of us. And then it becomes, you know, you just tag one person to the next person, tags another person. Yeah. And it's just this game of, I always have that picture of, of um, you know, tag when you chase someone and you free them. Like they're frozen yeah. until you can yeah. touch them free and then they go free. Yeah. And, um, but great. the way that you're doing it with, uh, with equestrian, with horses um, I have to tell you, uh, so in, in honesty, when I first remember when we saw your ambassador application, because at this point, it's so most of our people, uh, you know, were working in with people. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, right. horses. Now, how did you find Revelation Wellness? Was it through, um, yeah, how did you? Yeah. Uh, you know, a friend, a friend told me about it. Someone had told them. It was just word of mouth. And um, and she said, just look this up. And she was telling me specifically for, you know, health and fitness and wellness. And 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 this is, this is someone that works with us. She's our development director. Okay. And she kind of knew that I had this vision. I hadn't told her the whole vision yet because I felt like it would scare people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, Especially don't people- I know it? that work for me. They're like, Oh no, that just sounds impossible. So she, she didn't tell me about revelation wellness with the thought that I was going to take it in this whole other direction. Mm -hmm. So when I went to the website, I mean, I I spent, I think four to five hours on the website and looked at every video. (laughs) And I, I've, I fell into the hole, the vortex (laughs) of, of, (laughs) 
effects of of crazy kingdom. Yeah, I did, and it and and I said, "That's it, Lord. You, that's it. That's yeah. I, this is you put me here on purpose." And so I waited probably a month before I told her. Um, or actually I showed her my notebook where I correlated everything that you guys were doing and how it would fit in our ministry <laughs> with so horses. Good. And so, so yeah. Yes, I would say your application is out of like the, like, okay, horses, you were very thoughtful. Like I, I, I recognized right away, I'm like, this is a girl who doesn't just have, and like this isn't just an inspiration she's gonna do this like she this is from the lord (laughs) this isn't like you know like having a momentary lapse of 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 boldness or or lack of or insecurity like it's like she fully is going to do this so uh, and then and then i have to say from my own understanding of walking with uh various people through their own healing personally and of course, how it's come into the fitness world for me. Uh, but um, I've noticed and have seen many, you know, treatment clinics that work with equestrian horses. They bring yeah. horses into those clinics, and um, understanding there's something about. I personally had had a, a friend that was in an eating disorder he, uh, clinic here in, in Arizona, and they had that equestrian part, and the horses just did something for the these young especially young girls or the, just girls and the women or whoever there's something about creation touching creation in a way but this is like unbridled creation like mm-hmm. you know it's a little bit scary it's not like a dog or a cat where i have yeah. some some dominion over them in size when it's a yeah. horse there's this i guess maybe eye to eye or i don't know what maybe well, and that's what i'd love for for you to to tell us a little bit more yeah. what okay well what Tell us, uh, let me give context and then you can go into more okay. stories. Sure. So, so you, she graduated and we were excited for her as she was going to head out. And I just wait, we all just knew it a matter of time, but she, you, you began planting your seeds. So one day about a, m- a month ago or so, maybe six weeks ago, I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed and, and I see this Facebook live of Ashley with a horse. I'm like, well, there she is. Okay. Let me, let me see what she's doing. So I press play and Ashley, I was mesmerized like I I watched it and I was I was like putty in your hands just and maybe I was putty in Sozo's hand that's the name of the horse right <laughs> right so, right uh-huh. I mean that horse had me and I, again I I've been on horses before you know but I knew what your intention was to love this horse that has been abused and I could not help but see myself my story in that horse like in some way knowing it's gaining trust and knowing like, you know, the relationship between the Lord and, and me as between you and that horse, I was mesmerized. So I, at that point I was like, and I kept watching and then I said, we got to have her on. And I think the crazy their idea, I obviously love it, but plus the fact that you're doing it, you're putting on Facebook live, you're putting it out there. And I mean, I know, you know, it's never about how many people are watching, but I know that if more people knew it was out there, there would be just more of it. Just touches the soul in a way. So, so why don't you yeah. walk us through a little bit of what that, so what that is, what's going on with Sozo, how that happened. Give us some background on this project you're doing right now. Yeah. So for a couple of years, um, I wanted to take a Sozo is a wild horse, and um, and for a couple of years, I wanted to take a wild horse and, and go through the taming process and the training process from scratch, like from untouched horse. So you've until, never done that before until this horse? No, no, I've never done that before. I do have a wild Mustang here in our program, but he had been previously trained. And so I did what's called a restart with him. He had some holes in his training and I 
fixed them. <laughs> so, uh, well, I tried. Um, and so with Sozo, she is, she's totally wild from the state of Nevada. Um, the Bureau of Land Management rounds up horses periodically throughout the year and they sell them in live auctions online. And then they also um, place them into what's called extreme Mustang makeovers, which is what I'm doing. And it's really a competition. And um, there's 37 trainers they're going to compete in Florida in the middle of May with their horses and so 37 wild horses were assigned randomly assigned to all the trainers and so I didn't even get to pick this horse were, now um, how were there other trainers who wanted the horses did you have to qualify to get the horse yes you have to apply okay. and, and send in a resume and have um people uh, provide references for you and that sort okay, of thing. Okay, so you qualified for 37 and they gave out 37 horses. That's right, that's right. And so um, you have 100 days, a little over actually, 100 days to train an untouched horse and then compete in this event. Well, for me, I'm not... Um, I wanted to do this a couple years ago, but I thought, well, what's the reason why I want to do this? And I really didn't have a good reason because competition for competition's sake wasn't enough of a good reason for me <laughs> with all <laughs> with all that I do. Right. So um, I just kind of put it on the back burner. But when I realized that the Lord was really laying on my heart to spread the gospel through horsemanship, um, right. and I thought that's the the platform. That's yeah. the platform, the Extreme Mustang Makeover, because people are going to watch that. They're, it's kind of like a carrot. They're going to want to see yeah. uh, people that aren't Christians, that don't know the Lord. They're going to want to see what happens oh, yeah. with this Mustang. Oh, yeah. And I thought, wow. So that means it's that's even more intimidating. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, I knew that was the platform, and I prayed about it, and God was giving me green lights. And so I applied. And even when I applied, I was like, all right, Lord, well, if, you, if you really don't want me to do it, because I guess there was a part of me that was like, I don't know, <laughs> then just shut the door and don't totally. want to pick me. And so they did. And I was like, okay, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> and what's crazy about this is I've been a horseman for a long time, but um, I lack some of the things that horsemen do. So one one of the big challenges for me, believe it or not, was driving the horse trailer to pick up the horse. <laughs> I had never I, I had never driven a horse trailer, and I had to drive it. Well, I've driven one, but not more than thirty minutes, and it was a nine hour trip. Wow. So the first time I'm driving this big truck with this big gooseneck horse trailer was to go pick up a wild Mustang. Oh, come on. So, right. So talk about stepping out of your comfort zone. Good job. Good job. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that, that's the, that's the journey that I'm on now to spread the gospel. And, um, and before, before I even applied, the Lord gave me the blueprint for how this was going to work because I know how to train a horse, right? Okay. And so there's all these stages. And I thought these are the same stages that we go through in our relationship with the Lord. Mm. Um, and in fact, I just did a, um, a Facebook Live today. And the first stage when you're training a wild horse or any horse for that matter, but particularly a wild horse, is they have to accept the human. They have to accept the human as a friend and a leader. Mm. And Come that's... On the equivalent of us accepting Christ. Amen. 
as when he came as a human to die for us. And not only as our friend, but as our Lord. Yeah. And then the second part, which is what I um, did, the second part was accept the saddle. So that's where we're at right now with the horse is accept the saddle. And... Um, yeah, I saw, I saw yeah. like a couple Facebooks yeah. ago, you, you, she, yeah. you're like, I got a saddle on her. I'm yeah. Like, There's a saddle <laughs> on the wild horse. Yeah. Well, and so that, so that's what you were talking about before, about why horses are so different than cats and dogs, yeah. is that horses are prey animals, and we're predators. Cats yeah. and dogs are, are predators. Now, all this after the fall, right? So when God created all the animals, we did, animals weren't eating each other. That's right. But after the fall... Some animals became prey animals. Some animals were predators. So the difference is these horses, they see us, particularly wild horses, they see us as predators. We can kill them. And in some countries they do, and they eat them, you know, eat yeah. it like a okay. hamburger. Yeah. And so this wild Mustang sees me as a predator, and she does not know if I'm there to be her friend her leader or if i'm there to harm her or hurt her and so that's what makes when a when we interact with horses for therapy's sake yes. horses are constantly reading our body language constantly because in the wild they have to do that to survive wow. and so um whereas you know dogs and cats they they're not necessarily because they're on the same plane with us as a predator in a, in a way. And, you know, there's dogs out there that, unfortunately, that people abuse, and those dogs stick around, right? They stick yeah. around. Like the abused yeah. dog just sticks there. Yeah. Well, a horse will either fight or flight. You know, they're going to flee or they're going to um, retreat, like, inwardly or, or, or fight. And so, anyway... The, there's just a huge difference because horses are so keen to what's really going on for us. So when children come out to our program and they say, well, I'm not, they say, I'm not upset, but their body language shows something different. The horse responds to the body language hmm. completely. Hmm. And, and another example, I haven't been feeling good and I was, um, training Sozo yesterday, and she's a pretty dominant horse. In the wild, she was probably a lead mare. So in other words, she led her herd through the wild and, and told him in what direction to go and that sort of thing. So I could sense that she felt my vulnerability and my energy was kind of low. And so I felt her take advantage of me. Wow. wow. <laughs> she kind not in a mean way, but in a way like she was a little bit more pushy than normal yeah. and a little bit more animated because she was looking to me to be the leader. And I wasn't totally being the leader because I wasn't up for it. And in her world, if somebody's not the leader, that means they're going to die. They've got to have a leader. Wow. And so if someone doesn't take that over, they'll do it. And, you know, I thought about that because my message today was, you know, God is our leader, but yet we, he's in control and yet we continually snatch things back. And we don't even know that we're snatching things back from him. We, yeah. we kind of go on autopilot sometimes and do this. But the difference between the horse and me is that, I'm, yes, I'm going to fail as a leader, That's right. but God's never going to fail That's me. Right. As a leader, I can't. And, I just, yeah. I just have to interject. I can't help but think this is. Oh, I feel like we're in a time where we easily elevate um, our Christian leaders 
you know, because we're we're making these big platforms for Christian leaders. And so we start elevating the teacher or the leader that's, you know, teaching the gospel. And they're just people. (laughs) They're just people. And they're going to fail and frail or their motives could be wrong or, you know, but but we can still be loved and receive the love of God through them. But it's always yeah. about God who is ministering. Yeah. I, I love their scripture that said that he'll use the mouth of a liar. So when yeah. I try to play the role of God or, you know, I'm just going to be set up for uh, just a broken heart if someone yeah. puts me as their God or I or they're mine. So you in, in some way, would you say, I mean, if you say a horse is a, a horse, they're prey, not predators. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, I feel like we're kind of born in that same vein in a sense of, you know, we're all pretty innocent. We learn how we become defense because we've been hurt or abandoned. Mm-hmm. So we're really in some way, it's like prey to prey. Like if you're having a weak moment, then Sozo is going to just respond to that weak yeah. moment because yeah. God just doesn't have that that deficiency in him, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Wow. She, so, good. Yeah. <laughs> so keep going yeah. with, okay, okay. So, so she uh, got saddled. Yes, she got saddled. And so, um, and surprisingly as horses, so as a wild horse to have this man-made object on her back would be terrifying can be terrifying because that's where they're going to if they're going to get attacked by a you've seen the the zebras in the african safari you've seen the you know national geographic with the lions that come and attack them they attack their uh, around their neck and their back area mm-hmm. to take them down and so to put a saddle on a wild horse feels that just puts them in such a vulnerable position so wow. So um, I did a lot of preparation to prepare to then put the saddle on. So I put other things on her back before I put this big heavy saddle. And believe it or not, when we finally, um, when I finally got the saddle on, she did not buck. And horses will typically buck when they feel the tightness of the saddle and the cinch that holds it on. And she never bucked. So was, there's, there was this great preparation there that um wow that i just felt the lord had really helped me get prepared and helped her get prepared so that she didn't fight it now there are horses out there that you could do all the preparation in the world and they're still going to buck and isn't that just like people (laughs) with with the lord you know it's certain personalities and not that any one personality is better than another one but there's just some personalities that they're gonna they're more bent to buck the system, even though they're, they've prepared and they've prepared, but that's okay. God can use that, to, you know, to his advantage and their advantage. But she's, she's not one of those horses and that's okay. She, she didn't buck, but, um. Is that a good thing though? Wouldn't, I'm here thinking that's great. You got a great yeah, horse that didn't yeah. buck. So yeah, okay. it's a good thing. Okay. It's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and even if she did, we would have worked that out, but, but it's funny because she didn't buck with the saddle on, but when I put a rope around her flank, which is kind of near, um, her hind legs, mm-hmm. she, she, she bears her teeth. She bears her teeth and she gets very disturbed by this. And there's still other places where, and this was my message today, where um, I can't touch her. And between her front legs, 
even with my hand. She she gives me warning signs that she wants to nip me mm-hmm. when I do that. And so even though we've come this far, there's still places where she won't let me in. Mm-hmm. And and that reminded me, you know, and my message today was there's places in our lives where we we don't let the Lord in. And didn't um, wasn't there a Facebook so. where I watched you say like that's probably signs that she was abused there, like hit there or something. Uh, yeah, no, I don't I don't know if she was um we have horses in our program that that have been abused and they'll they'll do things like that okay. in the areas where they're abused. I don't think she's one of those horses okay. that's been abused in that spot, but it's these are all vulnerable spots where a predator could attack her. Okay. And so it's just her vulnerable kind of I'm calling it a wounded spot, but it's really more a vulnerable spot. Yeah. And now is that like she won't let you touch her with her hand or like you kind of have this long stick thing with a a wavy (laughs) ribbon at the end. I don't know. That's my, that's my technical term. How am I doing? Right, right. I like it. Ribbon thing. Are you like, she won't let you touch with that. Like, don't, do you first start with that thing? Like kind of this long distance (laughs) rod and then you get closer and closer. Yes, I start with something to give me distance between her and myself because she's defensive. And when the first day that I started doing this, she would turn her rear end towards me and um, threaten to kick. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I, yes, I had to put some distance between us. And so this stick allows me to do that. So she'll let me touch her with the stick in all places. But as I come in closer, Got Got it, yeah. she... she she puts up her defenses. So we're working through that. And there will come a time where no, none of that will exist. Wow. Um, she will. There'll be days where she will allow me to, to be in all the areas of her life, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, but it depends on what side she wakes up on the corral in the morning, just like us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and how we interact with the Lord. Like we sometimes snatch things back. So, yeah. So, okay, keep going through the stages. So there's the the, yeah. the saddle, then, yeah. then what? Yeah, so except the saddle really has to do with t- putting off the old self and putting on the new self. Yeah. Um, and when, you, when the horse accepts the saddle, they accept first the placement of the saddle and then the wearing of the saddle and moving with it. And the placement of the saddle puts me in mind of our, our place in the kingdom, in eternity. Um, and then the wearing of the saddle is our ministry here on earth, really. Mm-hmm. And and also probably what we would be doing in the kingdom. Yeah, and I mean, um, there's a part of that. I just think it's kind of like a yoke, too, right? Like, yes. there is a yoking to Christ that happens that we're, gonna, yeah. we're going to, you know, co-labor with him. And so the saddle is for, for that horse mm-hmm. to be, you know, put the reins on eventually, and then to go wherever you direct it to go. Yes. And that's actually the fourth part. So the the first part, except the human, except the saddles, number two. Number three is except the rider. Uh-huh. And except the rider correlates with us accepting the Holy Spirit. Amen. He's got to ah. be in us and steering that ship. That's right. And it's accepting the rider first as a passenger, so meaning the Holy Spirit in us and uh-huh. with us. And then second accepting the rider as a guider, giving yeah. direction. So the Holy yeah. Spirit guiding us. Yeah. Um, and then the last part, the fourth part is finally accepting the bit, which is the piece that right. goes in, in a very vulnerable, yes, very, very vulnerable place in the horse. And that's their mouth and accepting the bit. Um, and really here's a, here's a, a thought about the bit. People think that 
the bit is in there for control. The bit is not in there for control. That has all happened, and I'm talking about the horse specifically, that's all happened in those other three areas. It's really in there for communication. The bit is really just communication. So accepting the bit correlates to God's word. Yeah, yeah. And wearing it, not just, so there's the first part is wearing it and then communicating through it. So us understanding God's word and then speaking it, preaching it, communicating it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So tell me why, and so the mouth is just the vulnerable place because that's, is that, I mean, I would think their defense is their legs and they're kicking and they're they're writhing. Why the mouth? It's just a really sensitive, like physically, it's a very sensitive Mm -hmm. part of the body and to put a a hard metal thing. I mean, if you think about it, like our palate is very sensitive. I don't know if anybody's ever had gum surgery. I have. And when they used to, I think now they use like pig skin, (laughs) some kind of pig skin to, to, um, do grafting for your gums, but I had part of my palate removed to graft gum along my receding gum lines. And I was told it was the worst, it was going to be the worst surgery because it's such a sensitive area, that palate. And and it was true. It's just so sensitive. So if you think about like when you burn your palate or your tongue or. yeah, Oh yeah. I'm actually right now have a burn on my tongue from (laughs) eating dinner too fast last night. I was so hungry. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like that. It's just very physically, um, very physically uh, sensitive. Yeah. So that's the fourth accepting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are, those are the, that's the, what we call the colt start skeleton. So it's basically when you start a horse from scratch, particularly a wild horse, that's the model that you use. Accept the human, accept the saddle, accept the rider and accept the bit. And I've just related that when I saw that so and God just woke me up one night and I was just uh-huh. couldn't stop riding. And I was like, that's except Jesus. Uh-huh. It's putting off the old self. It's being indwelled with the Holy Spirit and then soaking in God's word and preaching it. That's it. That's the long and short of it. And it's the truth of if we're soaked in God's word, we're going to be more likely to take, like when the Holy Spirit guides and directs to the right, to the left, we're going to go, oh, yeah, certainly. Because that makes sense with what's already in my mouth, what's already in my being. This, this, me and the writer are one. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So tell, and, and for those people that don't know what sozo means, tell them what the name means. Do you, I'm, I'm sure you know, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Sozo means saved in Greek. And it's also, it was my small group in, in Platoon 16. Yeah. It was my small group name that we named ourselves, oh, wow. the Sozo Sisters. So it is totally inspired by Revelation Wellness and my time at retreat and my sisters that I met there. And, um, and I knew then that I was going <laughs> to, I didn't know I was going to do this, but I knew I was like that word, I'm using that word there somehow, some way. And so, um, for the horse in many regards, she's being saved. One of the things that I found out about her and some of these other Mustangs is you know, she was rounded up when she was one years old and she was placed in a holding, not a holding facility, a sanctuary. And the sanctuary is really an area where they, they, they have so many Mustangs that they round up the Bureau of Land Management each year that there's no place to contain them. So they, they're basically wild on all this acreage of land that they call a sanctuary. Well, Sozo was more than likely offered up on online auctions and she was passed over. 
She was not adopted. Mm. And and the reason why I know this is because she has a number also branded on her yes, her hind end. That. Yeah. And that's only for horses that are in sanctuaries long term because they haven't been adopted. Oh, baby. So she Oh my gosh. Is, oh my for a minute we're all such Sozo lovers now. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I need a t shirt. I'm with Sozo. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, and so that's so good. Yeah. She was passed over and um and now she's gonna be saved. And so at the end Amen. of Amen. of a hundred days when we go to compete, um all the horses, all the trainers' horses, all thirty seven horses will go up for adoption. Oh, so right? good. So good. So we're going to bid. We're going to bring Sozo home. We're going to bring her back home to Shepherd Youth Ranch where she can do a lot of good for the yeah, kids in our program. Right. So we're going to bid on her yeah. and win her back. Amen. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Plus, you're going to, she's going to have fans now after they're hearing this podcast and following you and following the story. So you're on day what of 100? Right now? You know, I st- <laughs> I feel bad. I sort of stopped counting because it was I was feeling some pressure. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was thinking that. That's smart. I would think that too because you think, oh my god, because you could easily start pushing Sozo to try and yes. meet some deadline, and just yep. that's not the that isn't the end goal of Sozo, right? Okay. We're adopting Sozo no matter what that's place right. she takes. She that's she's right. already in, but yeah. yeah. So okay, yeah. we just know like that it's May. What's the date? Is that she? It's- it's May seventeenth uh, and eighteenth uh, and nineteenth. May eighteenth and nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. well, we yeah. are definitely going to be following her story. <laughs> so I have to tell you this before we go. Um, we just a couple weeks ago had our yearly summit for um, the the ministry team of Revelation Wellness, the 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 team, and they all fly in from all over the United States and. We like to show some of the highlights of the year of stories of where our ambassadors are or some just highlight stories. So we all remember what we're what this is about. It's not about the emails or about any of this. It's really about the people, the stories we're affecting and, and you know, lives that are changing. And we I, I happen to bring up, you know, your story of what you're doing as an ambassador. And as I push play on one of the Facebook lives, um, we watched in the whole room fell into this state of a trance like we I, we just kept watching and then finally I, like it was going I'm like I gotta stop it like we're running out of time so I paused it and there was this hum and so Chris is our IT guy he's like the very few men that work for this team but he's our IT guy and I pushed up and he just said to me I could have watched that for hours and I said I know it's mesmerizing so with that um how can people continue to follow Sozo's story Okay, so I have set up, I'm going to set up as soon as I hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting up as soon as I hang up, okay. A, um, a Facebook group, and it's going to be called Revelation Horsemanship, okay? okay? And that's the name that I want, that's the name that I'm going to be calling what I'm doing. Because Amen. after the end of the Extreme Mustang Makeover, there will be other things. We've yeah. got other other horses we've got other cool stuff going on and we're going to keep sharing the gospel through this so so um it'll be revelation horsemanship and you can join the group so good okay yeah (laughs) wow all right before you go maybe what's the what's the big thing that you've learned so far through this either the time with sozo or the dream that god's kind of birthing through you what have you learned 
Um, you know, when I was at retreat, and I've got to find this verse, um, it's in Mark, but when I was at retreat, my word was believe. Mm, and on. yeah, and I, I didn't get a verse when I was at retreat, but, um, since then the, the verse, and this has just been recently, but it reminded me of why that word came to me at retreat, but it's do not be afraid any longer, only believe. Mark 5:36. My my big lesson is don't be afraid to step out on a limb when God's calling you to do something. Yeah. Don't be afraid to let go of the old self. Yeah. Um yeah. don't you know, don't be afraid of what people are going to say about you Amen. or think about you. Amen. Um only 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 believe in him. And frankly, when it comes to working with this wild Mustang, there are days when I have real fear like of things that, you know, of physical fear that yeah. I could get kicked or bitten yeah. or get bucked off. Yeah. And and God is continually holding me and, and in my snuggle time with him. And he's saying, don't be afraid. I'm going to take care of you so that's that you right. can get this message out oh, there. Do right. not be afraid. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, Ashley. Okay. Well, would you just thank you for being here for one. Yeah, thank you. Thank this you. is so exciting. Um, would you pray for us as you leave? Yes. Lord, thank you so much for this time and for everything Alyssa is doing in Revelation Wellness. Lord, this ministry is going to rock the world for you, mm-hmm. and it is going to bring down the house for your kingdom. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for it. I know that there are thousands of other people who don't even know about it yet. So, Lord, I ask you now that you reach into the hearts and minds and you bring awareness to those people, all those people that need to come to Revelation Wellness and get whole and get fit in you, Lord. And I just thank you for Alyssa. I thank you for her ministry and her heart and everything that you've done through her and her obedience to you and stepping out in faith and 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 not being afraid any longer and believing in you, Lord. And that's out there for everybody listening. You've got something, you've got a purpose for everybody listening. Number one purpose to be in relationship with you, Lord, and to snuggle with you. And then number two, what they're what what, what, what their gifting is and what you've called them to do, Lord. Yeah. So don't let them be afraid any longer. Give yeah. them the courage to get in get in snuggle time with you mm-hmm. and to rest and to know you and to know your love for them and then to go out and share that with other people, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yay. Oh, great. <laughs> thank you so much, Ashley. This was great. I've enjoyed it. Yes, I will, thank you. I will.